MC Mimi Welcome to Mariah Podcast. I'm Candy Chick here with Jay, the diva, Shady Baby, otherwise known as Jack. And we are here to talk all things Miss Mariah Carey. We've missed you guys. It's been like two weeks. It's been too long. Feels like two months. I know. It feels like forever. But I'm glad we're back. I was just about to go into like forever, but I'm not the diva, so I can't be doing that. And she's on vocal rest right now, so don't yeah, expect anything. Yeah, the doesn't sing before noon, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had a surprise visit from the Queen this week on Twitter. She just appeared and said that she missed us, and obviously we've been missing her for, like, ages. I feel like the last podcast we said this, we said, like, we've been missing her, right? Yeah, I seem to remember. And then she graced us with her presence. I wasn't there personally because it was like, what, 2, 3, 4 a.m.? I was a live witness. <laughs> yeah, you were a live witness. I think, I think it was about 1 a.m. our time, but I was getting ready for bed at the time. I was like walking out to my car and I'm in a different time zone, y'all, so it was not 1 a.m. here. <laughs> and I was uh, walking out to my car and I happened just to look down at my phone and something popped up that said, like it showed her picture that she has, but I know there's other like Mariah fan pages and stuff that I follow that use the same picture she does. So I didn't know it was her right away. So I clicked on it just to see what it was. Cause it was a weird, it was a weird alert on my phone that I'd never seen before because I guess she was using spaces. So I clicked on it just to see what it was. And it opened up like this page on Twitter and it was all these like, icons of everybody and she was the first one and I could hear her talking and it was like clear as day and I was like what is this and I'd never used spaces before and um I just listened to her for a little bit talking I was kind of like really just trying to figure out like what it was and what was going on um and how to I didn't know if it was a video like I didn't know if I was doing something wrong and there was a video that I was supposed to see like I didn't realize it was just audio um so it was pretty cool to hear her and some of the things that she had said, um, which obviously we found out now, people were on top of to record um, because I was trying to keep it all in my head. Like, cause at this point now I'm listening to it through my car speakers because I'm in the car and I couldn't text any of you guys. So I was like, I have to remember everything she's saying. <laughs> she said that from what I could tell at first, it sounded like they were, they were, they were on the move. Um, and they were going somewhere or walking in somewhere. And Mariah said she was on her way to the studio or they were going in the studio. And it almost sounded like she was about to like get into like what she was going to go do. And then somebody, I don't even know who it was in the background was like, no, 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 don't say anything. And she was like, what? And they're like, don't, she's like, oh, they don't want me to say anything or give away too much. Um, she's like, but I will tell you, like I did this nine minute thing that, I absolutely love. She's like, it's the favorite. It's my, I think she said something along the lines of it's like the, her most favorite thing she's done in a long time mm-hmm. or favorite thing she's yeah. done ever. I'm not sure what wording she used at that point, but it was something along those lines. Um, then she talked about um, at the top where her name was, it, she named the space uh, Lamely Lounge. 
And then there was like four icons after it. And I think it was a lamb, a heart, a butterfly and a rainbow. And she asked everybody what they thought. She's like, what do you guys think about my um, emojis? And so there was this, there was this guy talking and I couldn't tell um, like a main, he was like the other main talker besides her. And I don't know who he was. I don't know if he's like a lamb that just they brought on to talk or if it was like a friend of hers or who it was. I, I missed that part in the beginning. Um, but he was like, oh yeah, I really like them. Like those are really cool, whatever, whatever. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I have some ideas and I'm thinking about something for, she's like maybe like pride month or um, she mentioned something else. So I think she's trying like, she's coming up with like merchandise. I think that's what I got from it um, for pride. And then somebody else jumped out and yelled, like said something about how she should come up with ideas for Christmas. And Mariah's like, let's just start Christmas now. And <laughs> it's like, but people, I guess on spaces, like whoever's hosting it or whoever starts it, you can allow people to come on and talk. And as a listener, you can request to be chosen. So randomly there were these lambs that were just jumping on in the middle of conversation. And they were just like, oh my God, Mariah, I love you. Or, you know, saying whatever. So sometimes she was talking and was like cut off by that, but it was pretty cool. And then she had some technical difficulties because I guess maybe she didn't test the microphone and it ended. You should always test the microphone first. Amen. But one thing I do want to say, because there's videos out on social media on what actually happened. Someone screen recorded it. And so there's audio out there, guys. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But one thing that I do want to say is that she dropped into the emoji thing and we all know there's conspiracy about the purple emoji, right? Someone could have just said, Mariah, purple emoji. Like someone could just, that would be like an easy slide in if we had those type of lamps or on it. We love everybody, but... Yeah, there wasn't a purple like, emoji, was there? there purple heart emoji. No. Yeah. Um, it could be like either she didn't choose a purple emoji because purple emojis don't exist it's just a conspiracy theory and it's not real or because she couldn't pick a purple emoji like there was no options to change colors on the emojis so yeah that would be something that i would like or have wished somebody could have said another thing she said i'm sure she went into lead the way right jay oh yes that she did um they talked about that's the other thing they talked about somebody mentioned um the challenges on tiktok and what um they've done and she was like she thought that the guy was talking about obsessed and he was like no like on and then he said i guess it was on instagram the um lead the way where people would go on and like do imitate mariah carey uh lead the way the runs mm -hmm. that she does in that song and so she was like oh yeah like i i heard that or or whatever and they kind of went into um that for a moment and she said how this is what I found interesting is she said something about a particular lamb not liking lead the way that it not being their favorite song and I was wondering who she was talking about because again it wasn't like an interview it wasn't like scripted where like they, they were going by a formula so it was kind of all over the place so the minute she said that like it jumped into something else so there was really no way for her to like explain what she meant but I'm curious to know who she was talking about. I don't even want to know who she was talking about. I just want to know that she mentioned she hadn't sung it live. 
someone needs to jump in and say, Mariah, we're here for it live. We are here for it. Mariah, we're here for it live. Like, it's okay, do it, do it live. That lamb is a goat. They're not, they're not a lamb. They, um, <laughs> yeah. they yeah, they don't, they don't, um, they don't, understand or appreciate talent and music and right. you know, just someone just said why no you love either way i'm just happy that she actually referenced it she hasn't really referenced it in well forever has she well i mean it's gotta happen no it's gotta happen soon though i mean if this is the 20th anniversary of glitter like something's gonna be said about it maybe she's re- maybe that's the nine minute you know song or the nine minute moment she's talking about, maybe she redid Lead the Way or something for, you oh my know. God, a nine minute version of Lead the Way. <laughs> <laughs> One thing she did say though, that I remember now is that she said that she needs to um, do this more, like come on and, and talk to people more. She said how she hasn't done it in a while, but it's something that she said she's always done. And she referenced, um, she's like the lambs know, or some of the lambs know like, back in the day, like how she used to communicate all the time. Um, like that was referenced at one moment as well. Yeah, on her website, right? Yeah, she used to leave voicemails. Mm. <laughs> and you'd go on the website and you'd play the little voicemail she left. And it was always, it sounded like, I mean, it was like the late nineties. It sounded like, you know, the old school voicemail where it was kind of crackly a little bit. <laughs> She'd be like, She'd be like, hey guys, this is Mariah. <laughs> For the record, I did press the little button to request to be chosen because the minute I was chosen, I was gonna like jump in and just say, hey Mariah, blah, blah, Jason, Mariah podcast, M convention, love you, Michaela Angela Davis. Like I was just gonna like, <laughs> I had this whole thing in my head that if she said it, I was like, okay, don't get nervous. Just spit it all out at once. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just plug everything. Yes. That would have been the perfect time for you to say where's memoirs. Uh, that was going to be the other thing I would have said too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these lambs had an amazing opportunity and you just messed it all up. On that note, in the future, Miss Dean Warwick was interviewed by this week. I turned my microphone off. <laughs> and asked about... um different artists and whether she thought they were an icon she was asked about brandy miss mariah carey tony braxton and mary j blige when asked about brandy she said yes she's definitely on the way to becoming an icon i've known her since she was little she has an amazing instrument in her voice and she's a double threat she's a great singer and a great actress when it came to miss mary j blige she said, yes, I love Mary J. Bridge. She's grown up so much. I saw her from a child and now she's a strong woman. She is now everything. Yes, she's on her way to become an icon. When asked about Toni Braxton, she was a bit more hesitant in her response. She said, I don't know if Toni wants to be an icon. She said that Toni might just want to be a recording artist and wants to, you know, stay in that lane so she's not quite sure what Tony really wants when asked about Miss Mariah Carey Dion Morick said after a long pause she doesn't know Mariah that well 
but she said she loves Hero and that she's an amazing songwriter. Now, I'm here on Zoom so I can see both Divas and Jack's faces. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my two cents in first. I don't know what was going on there. I mean, I do have to say when watching that, it reminded me of the, it's gonna be a bit, bit of a pun here, uh, Icon Award and the whole film performance. Receipts. <laughs> and she may have said herself, I don't consider myself as an icon in that way. But what do you think defines an icon? I mean, is it the same as a legend? Are they both the same? I mean, she's been going for at least 30 years now. She's sold so many albums. She's done so much here and there, been in films. She's writes all her music and stuff. However, to not be known as an icon just because someone doesn't know you. That doesn't really make much sense in my eyes, I don't think. I mean, the average Joe can say they might not listen to Mariah, but they will know that she has a certain status. But someone who's also in the industry who is from the same similar background, whoever might be a bit a bit older, we'll say like that, say that was a bit of a... Uh, I don't know what she's going on with that, if I'm honest. With Tony, I'm not so sure. I thought that was a bit uncalled for as well. But the others, I'm not so sure. How about you two? Diva, go on, I can see you're piping to say something. Dion, Dion, Dion. Miss Warwick. I don't even know, I can't even know what to say and how to begin this. So let's just run through real quick these ladies that she was speaking of. So for me, when I think of icon, I feel like there's different, I don't want to say levels to being an icon, but there's, I mean, there really is. Like, I feel like obviously we all know Mariah Carey is an icon. Her status is like iconic. Like there's no, when you think of diva, like besides the late great Whitney Houston, like Mariah Carey is, you know, the next one that you think of other, you know, as far as current, like back in the day, there was Aretha Franklin and, and you know, Sarah Vaughn and all these like divas then, but looking at it now in our generation, generation before us, like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, even Madonna, like icons, that's Janet Jackson, icon, like they're iconic women. When you're speaking of people like Brandy, I think Brandy for what she's done and what she's accomplished is an icon. Like she's an amazing actress. She performed alongside Whitney Houston. She has albums out. She's an amazing singer. She's iconic. Still Honestly, just like, just like Monica. I think Monica's iconic for what she's done. Mary J. Blige, I'm sorry. She's an icon. There's no way you're gonna say like, these women, when they came out and when they came out with the songs, they came out with the albums, like they stayed strong and pulled their own through, this, through, the, through the entire music game and they've survived this long and they're still doing stuff. Now, their songs might not be number one on Billboard, but they're still producing music. I mean, uh, you know, coming out with music and, and making albums. Um, we say Brandy, we said Mary J. Blige. Who else are we missing? Tony. That one struck a particularly 
sour chord with me, Miss Dion Warwick, because I'm going to tell you this. Tony Braxton is legendary. Like her voice, like she came out in what, 93? And instantly, within like a year or two, you had artists coming out that wanted to look like Tony Braxton, sound like Tony Braxton. And the thing is, is I feel like people don't look at it because they weren't mainstream like pop people that were doing this. It was more like R&B, more Black artists that weren't really played on the radio as much, but still had that Tony Braxton look. Like, I mean, the woman, her haircut was iconic after she came out and they called it like the Tony Braxton haircut. Like it just, yeah. to go from that to what she is now, I'm sorry, she's an icon. And if you are listening, Miss Dion Warwick, I encourage you to look up on YouTube and I have it right here for you. I want you to look up Tony Braxton's Unbreak My Heart performance at the American Music Awards 2019. That is an icon. That is how you command an audience. Now, I don't want to throw no shade, but I don't see any of these icons doing the masked singer, Miss Dionne Warwick. That's all I got to say. He didn't even reference anything like related to Mara about Christmas or anything like that. How do you not? I mean, okay. I get you might not know her career well, but mm-hmm. how do you not know? Oh, I don't know Mariah Carey that well. The bitch owns Christmas. Like, how do you not? It's like saying you don't know Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean, that was a whole different avenue she could have gone down, but she missed it. And I literally can't know what to say. I but, feel like Dion's always been like that. She's always had something to say about something. And now, again, She's iconic. I think Dionne Warwick is iconic for who she is and what she's done and what she's been part of. And just that whole Whitney Houston, Dionne Warwick, Aretha Franklin, like that whole clan, you know, of people that were together then, like you you associate them with each other. So I kind of feel like not just musically, but just by status, Dionne Warwick is an icon of sorts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like at that point, you do just phoned a friend and phoned Miss Patti LaBelle. Yeah, she needed to use a lifeline there. Right? I'm sorry, but also, isn't Dion um, Whitney Houston's cousin? hmm I mean, if, you know, if your cousin who single, well, not single-handedly, but helped own the, ni- the 80s and the 90s, at least, as well as Mariah, you must have some respect and knowledge about that. I have some of my own thoughts on Dionne Warwick, but I feel like they're a little too deep for this podcast. We can discuss them separately at another time, but um, she's always had something to say. Wow, I feel like I gave you a real Wendy Williams moment there. <laughs> well, you need now is that tea. Oh my gosh, Wendy Williams. So a little side note, guys. I've been kind of like keeping my eye out for Wendy Williams because she usually talks about all the trashy stuff. That goes on in the media, right? There's one person that she just hasn't spoken about recently. And guys, let me know if I'm wrong about this. But I don't think I am. She has not mentioned Mr. Nick Cannon and his fifth and sixth children. Not recently. Yeah, with baby mama number three while he's dating baby mama number two and a third female. And that's what I'm going to say about it. Moving on. So guys, Where I Belong has got like 15 million views on YouTube, which is a lot. 
and go out there, support it, stream it, buy it. We need to get this charting. We need Mariah charting this year. Yes, absolutely. She's a, I keep seeing it everywhere, which is good, but it can only get better. So keep listening to it, keep downloading, keep streaming, do whatever you need to do to get it on that chart. And um, the last time Mariah had a music video with a rapper, a male rapper, and don't get, correct me if I'm wrong, was with YG and I don't. Yes, I think that's true. We put a poll on social media to see whether you liked I Don't or Infinity because Infinity was another breakup song that she did and it was like a standalone single just like I Don't. There was no real album connected to it although you could say number ones to Infinity was connected to Infinity but I wouldn't say number ones to Infinity was a proper album per se. No it was just there to help help support the album. By the way, I feel like I've got a lot more love for Infinity recently. I always used to never really listen to it, but now, the last couple of weeks, I've listened to it a lot more. Is it one of your favourite tracks or tracks you really like listening to? You know what? I like them both. And I say I like them both because Infinity has amazing lyrics. Mm-hmm. I think. Close the door, leave, lose the key, leave my heart on the mat for me. I was yours eternally, there's no end to infinity. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, we could probably step over the corny like three times bit. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from that, it's got really good lyrics. And I really like I Don't as well. Yeah, I. there's something about I Don't, right? That, that it feels like something's missing. I don't know what it is because it's got the good sample. It's got the good vocals. Mm-hmm. It's got a rapper. It should be... You know, it should be one plus one equals two, but it's not. And I don't know whether it's because it was Nightmare Era. We all know everything kind of changed and her look was a bit different. And I guess her music was probably a bit different too because she was in the midst of that era. But yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Diva? Like, I think those two songs are good. Um, They're not my go-tos. I think if they're on, I'll listen, but I don't specifically search for them and play them um not for any reason other than I feel like there are songs and this is with Mariah or any artist that when I first hear them I love them so much that I play them like incessantly like Mm -hmm. I don't stop and then I kind of feel like once they're done promoting that song and that era is done like I stop listening but not because I don't like it anymore it's just I've moved on so if it's on, I'll listen, or if it's in like a playlist, I'll listen. But of Mariah's, you know, repertoire, that's not, those aren't two songs that I would go looking for. But if they happen to be on or play, I do like them. Yeah, you like, you won't actively go out your way to listen to them, but if they, you put them on, you'll bop to it, you'll jam to it, but it's not your go-to. I feel like that's kind of the same as well. I mean, I don't isn't isn't t- um, stuck to an album, so I kind of forget it's there because it's not on a studio album. But then when I do see it, I listen to it and it's like, oh yeah. Well, I think if they were put on albums, then I think we definitely would listen to them more because no one really listens to Number One to Infinity because we all have those songs in um, 
different form. We all have them on the albums anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I wouldn't just randomly come across Infinity that often when I hit shuffle because it's just on that one album that I don't think I actually really have in rotation at all. Um, and I don't, doesn't have an album at all. So, but I feel like thinking about it now, it would fit kind of perfectly on Yaya Mariah, the Lisa Shantus. I feel like it's kind of along the same yeah. vein. So maybe when I was saying that it's a bit, I feel like it's something missing, that whole album kind of was something missing. So maybe that was kind of from it anyway, or still in that same air of space musically. Yeah, because wasn't it in, intended to be on an album? Didn't she say that she was working on a new album when I don't I seem to remember that was what she said? I mean, this was what, 2017? Yeah, just after Sweet Sweet Fantasy. Just after yeah. the uh, Mariah's World. Yeah. And Such a jumbled time, I feel. Like, I kind of feel like nothing made sense. Yeah. Even with the Infinity remix, I didn't even get released with Justin Bieber and French Montana. The video was cute. I mean, yeah. and the I Don't video was like, you know, classic Mariah walking back and forth in frame. <laughs> yes. It was, but <laughs> the makeup and the dresses and everything. It was a choice. Wasn't it for me? I don't think it was her choice. Mariah didn't look good, and I feel like somebody should have told her. Like, angles. I'm not talking like Mariah herself, but like she was wearing something or makeup or a certain position she was in, like during videos or in a picture. Like, I feel like somebody from her team should have said, like, hey, that's not flattering. Like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I feel like. You know, I feel like they, it was kind of done on purpose, almost. Yeah, the press were really rude to her around that time as well, especially the UK. So when you say nightmare, it was a nightmare. Yeah, it really was. And it was also hard because it was Maybe my I... first year with her. <laughs> yeah, you went for a hard beginning. Yeah, I started in the in the nightmare era. But I got to see her resurgence, Maybe. so. It's true. That's good. Because, like, GTFO, banging video. Yeah. Stunning, every scene. Yeah. Yeah, that was a banging video, and it was known as the secret project, wasn't it? Thinking of that video where she's with Chris on the bed and she's got the earrings out. See, and you know a video is good when you can watch it over and over and over and over again, and there's really nothing special about it. Like, I mean, really, she's she's sitting around a house. It's not like there's a storyline, there's no choreography. Like, it's just her being Mariah, sitting and sipping wine. And I love watching that video (laughs) because it's just so good. She looks so good. The faces she makes look really good. The the hair movements she gives you look really good. Like it just everything about it. Yeah, and the same with you as well. Feel the same about that. I will tell you, as a side note to uh, with you, I think whoever whoever's idea it was for Mariah to lay at the bottom of the steps on the ground with her hair spread out deserves an Emmy. My favorite part, honestly. Whenever I saw that come up, I literally I think I let out the gayest scream ever. And I just, I was, um, uh, I, even now I'm getting flustered talking about it. Just her whole look, the, what she's wearing, her face, the hair, it was, oh, uh, the best. Could we just say about the um, AMA performance as well? Yes. And the dancers coming out of it. Yeah, that was, that, that was iconic. Yeah. See, that's something that Dion should have picked up on. Just when she's holding like the hairbrush in the mirror. Yeah. Just that little scene where she's like, like singing along. Because everything looks perfect, like face, makeup. Another thing Miss Dionne Warwick 
actually missed was that how iconic Miss Mariah Carey is for releasing an album filled of songs that are unreleased. Like, who does that? And obviously, I'm talking about the rarities. Yes, the rarities. One of my favorite projects. Mm-hmm. Actually, thinking about it, I, uh, a few days ago, I was thinking about what my favorite songs were from the rarities. I actually decided to rank them in terms of best or worst. I've even, I've, I've, I've even made a list of like all the new ones, like all the new tracks that we never had and rank them too. Okay, you went in. Yeah, I think I was having a good think about it and I, was, uh, I might share them with you. Oh, share away, darling. As long as like, sorry, to cut you in there, Jack, but as long as all I live for and mesmerize one and two, we're all good. All I live for is number one. Mesmerized, you might not be as happy about <laughs> But she's in the top half, so. All right, go ahead. Okay, so Numero Uno is All I Live For. Iconic, amazing. Can't believe she sung that with a cold. And the fact that she, that she finished it last year and I put her 2020 vocals on the top. Love it. Then we have Do You Think Of Me, Everything Fades Away. Here we go around again. One night. Call on you. I think you faded. Love a boy. Mesmerized. Can you hear me? Flipping away. Save the day. Out here on my own. Close my eyes. Lullaby. And I pray. So you put love a boy before mesmerized? Yes. I'm judging you so hard right now. <laughs> I what, I what am... this is this week's um ranking i don't even know what to say to you rude <laughs> however, <laughs> however we can also talk about how i rank the new tracks they're mostly the same we've got all i live for here we go around again one night fall on you love a boy mesmerized can you hear me save the day out for on my own close my eyes love the buyer and i pray However, next week, it could be flipped around the other way. So I don't understand, in my mind, why people don't love one. I pray why people, well, Jack doesn't love Mesmerized, and why people no. like One Night. I can't get into One Night. I don't one know Night used to be my favourite. <laughs> I don't know what I'm missing from One Night, why it doesn't hit me. It's just like when people talk about... Um, I don't understand why people love eighth grade. Eighth grade doesn't actually do anything for me at all. So when you say one night, it once again does absolutely nothing for me. Now, can you hear me? <laughs> Dee is now hiding a camera, probably swearing at me. <laughs> can you hear me? It's a great song. The lyrics are to die for. I don't know when I guess when I listen to Mariah music and it's like a sad song and those lyrics are on point, then I'm done. Then that's just me. Yeah, I do. I do understand. I mean, I do actually think though. Can you hear me? Works really well. I know the album is chronological, but I, I do love how when he would go around again finishes and then those opening bits of Can You Hear Me start. Mm-hmm. It sounds really nostalgic, and I really like that. Again, that used to be higher up. That's insane. This is only from like this week, but I do love Can You Hear Me? And I wonder 
if it did go to Barbara, how it would have sounded. Not as good. Well, I do find though, I'm, I don't know about YouTube, but I like watching reaction videos when albums come out. And a lot of them did not like Can You Hear Me? Once again, they have no taste. But they didn't like One Night. They have taste. <laughs> I think for me, just thinking off the top of my head, I would think Everything Fades Away and Do You Hear Me? I mean, uh, Everything Fades Away and Do You Think of Me? I think would be fighting for the number one and two spots for me. And then yeah. Can You Hear Me would come in at number three. Oh, Okay. Mm. I, like it, I like it. The only reason I wouldn't put... Um, do you think of me, everything fades away and slipping away so high is because I've lived with them for years now and yeah. they've always been in rotation. So I know them inside and out. So I wouldn't put them so high up in that sense. Um, why is no one loving I pray? Lord, I pray that in this world we get a... Come on. I don't know. I just find it a bit boring. I have to agree. I think it reminds me of that kid singing on Oprah. And that's all I can see. So it reminds me, it, it's very in my, it's a good song. It's just, I feel like it's very pageantry. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can understand that because I didn't really hear it when he sung it. Like I thought, okay, cool. She sung, she made him a song and then that's it. I didn't really get into it then. So this is like the, really the first time of me listening it to it properly and her like vocals and her lyrics and stuff like that. So I guess that's why it kind of hits me harder. And because I do pray, so it kind of works with me in that sense. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That, that's fair enough. You've got more of a connection to it. Yeah. Whereas, I don't as much, that would be why. But, um, where would you put Save the Day? Because, see, that was kind of like the lead single of this. I'd put it close to the bottom. Ooh. I yeah, wouldn't that's... put it at the bottom because the bottom of my list is has been occupied since the album was released by Loverboy. Yeah, you, yeah, you are not a fan, are you? At all. <laughs> and it's not that I don't like the idea. I just don't. I'm so used to the original. And I think this one just sounds. It actually reminds me of, you know, during the movie when she's recording Loverboy and Dice is behind the thing and he's like, oh, get rid of this and blah, blah, blah. Like, it reminds me of what that sounded like. Like, I feel like there's so much going on in the song that it, it needed to be cleaned up a little bit. I agree. I like the opening. I'll tell you, I like the, like how they open it. Um, but Save the Day and Out Here on My Own would be very close to the bottom. Yeah, that's what they are on my list too. I kind of only respect Save the Day because Mariah said she loves it. <laughs> but that's the only reason why it's like got some bit of any... Mm. I feel it's like still a good song. Mm, it is a good song. I feel like there's so much happening though. So many. Don't get it wrong. We love a vocal layer. I feel like there's so much going on, and then when you've had when you've got um, a Lauren sample as well, and it's all going on at once, I feel like it's like what what part do you listen to? I feel like because she didn't have her backup singers with her, she had to do all the parts, and Mariah's mm. voice is very strong and distinctive. Mm -hmm. So when you do have all of her together, all in one, then it's going to be a lot. Yeah. But I do, I, I, I do like the song. I played it quite a lot when it first came out. Mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. it, I had, I would, 
it was like my infinity moment. I had it on repeat, like yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I will tell you one song that bothers me though from the rarities is, and I'll tell you why, All I Live For. Okay. And it bothers me because when it begins, it sounds like the opening to, um, oh my God, the name of the song just slipped my mind. Um, if it's over on emotions. If you listen to the opening, it literally sounds like the opening to If It's Over. I'm I'm visualizing it, but I can't really see it. You have to now that you hear it, you'll hear it. But it reminds me that every time it comes on. Me. I love I love all, all I live for, but I don't love if it's over. You don't like if it's over? No, it's just, again, it's one of those songs. It's okay. Who are you? <laughs> I like the live version. Okay. But not so much the album. I have to say I agree there. I don't really love if it's so far. <sighs> Finally, I've got some backup. I'll back you up on this one. I don't love it if it's over. Whatever, moving on. It's Mariah's forever of emotions in the sense that she doesn't really like forever that much. I don't really like if it's over, but I love forever. But if it's over, she wrote with one of her idols, Carol King. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm she... saying it like she says it on... MTV Unplugged. Okay. Yeah, there you. Okay. So, um, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we got that. <laughs> but it's just like right. she doesn't like, she didn't like I Don't Wanna Cry. And mm-hmm. she was really a huge fan of the producer. <clears throat> but that's a good song. Yeah, I I do prefer the Tokyo Dome version, but it doesn't mean I don't like the album version. I just feel like it hits harder. But then I find a lot of Mariah songs do that. Like a lot of songs on Tokyo Dome hit harder than the originals. But I think it's because of the live element. But anyway, as you can guys can see, we don't agree on anything, really. <laughs> we don't agree on anything. But we, I guess we can all agree that Here We Go Around Again was a good song. I mean, it's number four on my list, so take that as you will. Diva, darling. Yes, darling. Are you agreeing or disagreeing? I would say that for me, Here We Go Around Again would probably be fighting for, because I said, Can You Hear Me would be number three. I feel like Here We Go Around Again would be fighting for the fourth spot with Mesmerize. Perfect. Mm. So we have agreement. We have agreement. We all like, Here We Go. I love that song. I feel like if that song was released, it would have been a number one hit. Absolutely. It would have been it would have been number four, number five in terms of the singles, and then it would have been another number one. I mean, even the end of that song when it ends and she's like, the ending was kind of iffy. <laughs> like it has that like 90s vibe to it, like when people would talk in their songs like that and stuff. Yeah. Like whether she meant that as to be funnier, to be part of the song, or actually she really meant it, I feel like it just works. But what do we think about Call On You? Because I've seen I've seen a bit of a mixed reaction of it online and I'm, I'm wondering what your take of it is. I like to two-step to Call On You. I think it's got that nice beat to it where you can just, you can just dance to it. So that's why I do when it's on. Yeah. Um, and it's like a, it's, it's cute. It's a little cute little bop. Um, you can be like, cool on you, to do. You st- like, you can just like bop mm-hmm. to it a little bit. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think once again with like rarities, there are some songs that could have been perfected, but wasn't perfected. I feel like Cool On You kind of falls in the middle for me. Yeah, that's where I, I have it. It literally is like, would be in the middle of, 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 of the album. Like, I like it, but I don't have like a strong opinion about it. Yeah. But I yeah. like it. Like, it's, it's a song like I would, I would specifically go and put on. Yeah. But yeah. it's just not, I don't think it's one of the top or the bottoms. So that's why I think it's in the middle. But yeah. just for the, for the record, when you said that you rated the new songs and like took out like the older ones or the ones that had been released before. Yeah. Um, if that were the case, then if I had to rank them that way, I feel like Here We Go Round Again would be number one because I'd be taking away Do You Think Of Me and Everything Fades Away. Yeah, that's very similar. It's number two on my list, but they can be swapped. But yeah, guys, that was uh, really fun. And it's nice to hear other people's opinions about, even if we don't necessarily agree, it's nice to hear other people's opinions and takes on how they would rank an album. Maybe we should do this again for another album. I think so. I think we should. If you guys at home disagree or agree, let us know. So guys, we are coming to the end of Mariah podcast. Make sure you join us on 4.30 for them kids' birthdays. We love ya. We appreciate ya. And we enjoy ya. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Mariah podcast. 